Hi, it's Calvin Niles, the Mindful Storyteller, and I am delighted to share with you stories of awakening. Each week, I'm going to be talking to people from around the world of various backgrounds and experiences. People I love, I know, and people I admire, but also those who are completely new to me. One thing all my guests will have in common is that they have been through a journey of awakening. By awakening, I mean a call to higher consciousness and deeper self-awareness beyond material reality. These stories will be real, challenging, funny, stimulating, and insightful. We're going to take our good time with these conversations. So listen from your comfy chair with your favorite drink, or on your weekend stroll, your morning routine, or whatever makes you happy. Stories of Awakening with me, Calvin Niles, and I look forward to you tuning in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stories of Awakening. I am so happy to have my friend Andrea Roy here, mindfulness practitioner, sound healer, an amazing human being. And um, I just, I'm just pleased, Andrea, that we finally made this happen. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good. Yes, I'm glad. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I've been having these conversations now for, I think, since all of 2022, just inspired out of a desire to share some of the common stories people have around cult to higher consciousness and, and their whole awakening journey. What brought them to where they are so for you um i'm really curious to learn more because we have spoken about a number of different things <laughs> in our time together um but one thing i don't know a huge amount of is your journey towards higher consciousness and your your own awakening journey so where did this all begin for you in your life um I think I've always had sort of that that connection spiritually and uh, always wanted to know more about, you know, spiritual matters and stuff like that. But I, th I would say it probably really started to get a bit deeper in um, when I started to sort of explore mindfulness and started to meditate um, and really connect to myself and question a lot of things um, that I always thought was true, but then start to really think to myself, hmm, why do I think this is true? What, you know, what is truth anyway? So I started to kind of really delve into those, those things. And then that just opened up the floodgates, really many doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. So, so this, um, this questioning what is true, is it that you held a, a kind of very rigid belief beforehand that made you question that or what sort yeah of... I, I I held a rigid, rigid belief um I was you know I obviously I grew up Christian and I was very heavily involved in the church um and and um, I was high, very much influenced by my grandmother who was um, a Christian so I really held those beliefs quite strongly um more than most of my family actually um 
which is kind of unusual because it's not as if any of my family really go to church or anything like that in that sense but um i seem to really have that um that connection to the church and wanting to to live that religious life and i was sort of in a choir and i was a regular attendee and in sort of ministry you know other bits and bobs and so and always trying to convince other people to join so let's just say <laughs> i was well in there <laughs> knocking on doors you know has, i didn't has, go that far has the love of jesus entered your life <laughs> yes let him in <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so um yeah um i was but then it came to a point where i started to think to myself there, there were so many rules and regulations and if i'm really honest i think i hit a a block um where i would be sitting in church and i would it's terrible to say this really i'd be falling asleep like i'd get to the point where i feel like i've heard this all before and it wasn't really challenging me to change or to feel like the need to be a better person i just felt genuinely there's got to be more to this kind of spiritual life than this um and it wasn't as if the sermon was even boring because you know my pastor at the time was very 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 good and he was very engaging but and it was so it wasn't down to him i knew it was down to me it was down to my interests and what i wanted to know i wanted more i, I needed uh i needed more i felt like i just needed more connection and but i just wasn't sure how i was going to get it mm, yeah was it um something that's like crept up on you or <clears throat> was something else going on for you to you know like I just think about like me for example you know when I start questioning something you know there might have been a catalyst or there's something else going on in my life in one area that made me question another part was this like a natural okay I'm used to this now I've heard this all before the past was great but you know, this is old news or were there other things kind of happening to make you question, well, why, why my hair? Well, at the time, um, there wasn't really anything happening at that point. I would say what probably pushed me way over the other, other end of the spectrum was when um, I, uh, during sort of um, a divorce, so I was going through a divorce and then um, I sort of decided to make some major changes in my life. I I moved out of the area that I was living in and um, sort of away from my friends as well and just people generally and decided that I was going on a bit of a journey to to um, to find myself, find out who I am based on my terms. And um, when I first got to um, the area where I'm living now, my first instinct was find another church. So I, I hadn't crossed over quite yet find another church and start again with that. And then I did visit a few churches and I just thought to myself, no, I don't feel like I want to go down this path again. I don't feel like I want to, this isn't working for me. Um, so I thought to myself, there's got to be something more. There's got to be, I just kept thinking there's got to be something more than this. And, you know, I just meditated more on it started to do a master's in mindfulness so that really meant that i was really going into that deep meditation and then i thought well what about my ancestors what about you know 
people what what was there before christianity what were people who that looked like me doing <laughs> um you know what was our what you know what practices did we follow and i know a lot of the practices you know in terms of african traditions have been sort of demonized in some way but i thought to myself well i don't know if i believe all that that stuff of you know let me look at that let me go and do a bit of my own research let me really dig into this and find out what works for me personally and that was when I suppose I kind of diverted away from the whole Christianity thing and started to look at other other religions other spiritual practices um and things like that so mm -hmm. yeah I think that's probably where I started to go a bit of a different direction yeah yeah so you moved into this new physical space because <clears throat> you moved uh, you said to where you're living now yeah yeah would you say that actually moving physically has had a role to play um into questioning that sort of reason for being uh, you know i'm just wondering i'm just thinking about like uh one of the things that a lot of people talk about in the in this series um, is if it's not moving around the world looking for something, but they're already seeking by that time. Yeah. Whereas you moved first, and and then you started questioning even further. Do you think the physical location has a relation to that? Um, did that help in some way to maybe accelerate? Yeah, I think it helped in the sense that I wasn't, you know, my friends weren't around the corner anymore. People, um, you know, people weren't easily accessible. I, I, I think I made the decision to um, to go the journey alone. Really, I think that's what it is. That that separation was for me to go this journey alone to really digging into what what how has my life experiences impacted me and where I am today um and how does that connect to my spiritual life because I've always found you know there is a link between it all so how does this all connect mm -hmm. so for me I knew this was a, a a journey that I was going to have to go alone obviously I've got my children but um but you know um in terms of me really connecting to myself I needed to have that time I needed the space and it, you know, it was a challenge because people didn't quite understand it, um, you know, but I knew that if I didn't go on this journey, I would probably be repeating much of the same. And I didn't really want to do that anymore. So I knew that I needed to really almost face myself, like facing the mirror. I need to, I need to face myself. Yeah. I need to look at why do I view myself the way I do? why am i in this position i am in today and how does this all fit into big scheme of things of a life um so yeah yeah and when you say in this position was there something discomforting for you that was happening that made you ask that question because i mean it's a, it is a quite a powerful question but it's also a question you know people who are just like in an absolutely amazing blissful place they don't often say you know, why am i here in this position <laughs> so kind of like what is that what was that position 
Um, and and then how did you get there? As you mentioned, you know, you talk about how how did you get there? You know, what was the position you found yourself in? And then how did you actually get there? I think the position I found myself in was um, not always viewing myself as deserving of certain things and not always, not always, uh, it, I had a kind of self-perception of myself, which was probably quite untrue. Um, I don't feel like I um, showed myself the love that I deserved. And therefore, I think that's what um, led me into the positions, a lot of the positions I've ever been in, because I don't feel like I really valued myself enough or took the time to really care for myself enough. I always wanted to kind of be there for everybody else, please everybody else all the time. And sometimes at the detriment of my own needs. Um, and I knew that if I continue to do that, because, you know, I do believe in service of others, serving others, being there for others, supporting others, um, giving others my best. But I don't think in life that I, at that point I'd always been giving myself my best. So yeah. I knew that, that that was something that I couldn't continue. And when you're in the church, actually, well, this is personal to me because church is different for everybody. Um, personally for me being in a church you can bury yourself in that you can you can you can bury yourself in the service to others and actually ignore your own needs it's a very perfect place it was a perfect place for me to be able to do that and that's why I think the immediate thing I started to do was try to find somewhere else that I could do that very thing and then realizing actually you're repeating the same pattern here and then thinking oh gosh but these people are so perfect and I'm so imperfect um and I think that's when I thought to myself no how do I go in this journey of learning to appreciate myself as I am who I am knowing that I am actually enough I don't need to look outside of myself I can know that I'm enough and but it's easy people always say all these words and flit them around like you know like a firework you know like a sparkler but actually it's it's actually quite an intense journey to go on it's not it's not a comfortable journey I think it's quite it does a lot it takes a lot of unpacking and it leads you back a lot of the time to um your childhood that's where it led me back to anyway mm-hmm. and that can be a very difficult place to go if you've had a childhood that wasn't um um you know a pleasant one thanks for being part of this conversation one of the things i'm learning during this series is that the chapters of each person's story are still being written if you are conscious of a new story wanting to emerge in your life but the clutter of your mind is slowing you down a simple way to start is by decluttering your physical space subscribe and download my free ebook simplify your life helping you to declutter and make way for the things that matter. Download your free copy at www.simplifyandmakespace.com. Yeah. So what <clears throat> what was that moment where you realized that you were in a cycle? Where were you and where were you in that stage for you to recognize this is a cycle here. That was definitely when I when I moved and I put everything into perspective and I sat down with myself and I thought, I've been going around in circles for years. 
I, I, you know, and I can pinpoint all the circles I've been around mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then I thought that's it. And, and that, and that's when I just started to, um, connect more with nature, make sure that I had regular meditation practice so I could really find out what's going on with me check into you know because you can also you know I, I think I detach from my body and I realized actually when I started meditating and really connecting with my own body that my emotions are very much I can feel them quite quite intensely but often I ignore them so a lot of the things that you know your intuition a lot of the things that I already kind of knew or my intuition was telling me I was I often ignored it I often pushed it to the side but meditation and uh sitting with myself made me have to um well you don't have to do anything but you know if you're committed to something you will but made me realize that I needed to sit with myself I needed to connect back to my body and I needed to connect back to myself and that was yeah moving and being in a new space um helped me to do that yeah Mm -hmm. helped me to realize that I was in a cycle that I needed to to break so when you moved and found yourself in this new space, was it spontaneous or <clears throat> because you talked about reflecting and you're saying that this, this period, you're just like, uh, you reflected in and you saw these cycles happening in your reflection, but something would have caused you to reflect or was it, maybe something didn't cause you to reflect was it a spontaneous reflection because you happened to have space and happened to be in an environment or did something actively happen again to help you say there's something wrong here is this a cycle and what was that cycle that you identified i think it was a cycle of just my relationships um my relationships with people in general obviously with um with with the marriage and stuff like that there was that relationship but there was even patterns within within that that I that I recognize and even in some of my friendships so it's it's and the pattern is really just really not viewing I was not viewing myself as good enough I always kind of used to see the other person or other people as uh, you know better than me in some way or you know sometimes I, I would have this tendency to put certain people up on a pedal stool um rather than look at myself and actually say actually you're good enough you you've got a lot to give you do give a lot um and you know you are you are worthy of whatever it is that you desire I wasn't really seeing myself in that way and I noticed from you know when I sat down after this situation realizing that this is one that I just do not want to repeat again um I thought to myself well if I don't want to repeat it again, I'm going to have to figure out um, how I keep ending up in these cycles. So that was it, really. It was real. I think it was making a decision. It was making a decision that actually from here on out, um, I am going to see myself as good enough. I'm going to I am going to love myself and I am going to put myself first because I can't help anybody else. I can't support anybody else if I don't support myself and I'm not going to be happy uh, if I keep repressing my own emotions or my own feelings about things I'm never going to be happy and do I actually want to go through my life um 
in that way just pleasing everybody else when I'm not really happy within myself or feeling fulfilled so you know and even even with religion and stuff like that again it was a, that idea of um looking at everyone else thinking you know look, look at their, their perfect lives and look at all these mistakes I've made and gosh you know and you know just again that whole thing of just viewing my instead of seeing saying to myself oh look at the mistakes I've made in life or not even mistakes look at the experiences I've had in my life and what they have taught me and how you know how they've helped me to develop as a person and how how they you know made me develop this resilience that I have instead of looking at it like that I was looking at it like oh my gosh you know everyone in their perfect life and I'm just so not worthy of this space so um that's that's where I was at and I thought to myself no actually this is not something that I need to be uh, going around again doing so I'm going to I'm going to stop it right now and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it was easy to do but um, it's it's definitely been a life changer definitely. yeah <clears throat> so I'm just kind of seeing imagining a version of you <laughs> you know uh <laughs> sort of like floating into this whole new world and going all right so i'm in this new environment you know that's it i'm finished with this i am good enough you know i am and then like magic wand boom <laughs> oh <laughs> no <I> didn't... <laughs> sorted <laughs> no i didn't quite go like that yeah no, no yeah. i i i i started reading a lot of books actually on mm. different spiritualities and um then i um i'd listen to a podcast on sort of african spiritual traditions and i was i was listening to that and connecting with ancestors and so i started to do those sorts of things lighting a candle connecting with my ancestors um seeking advice from people who do that kind of work and how to connect with my ancestors i did a session with someone on that um and that was really interesting having sort of readings to get direction on where it is I need to go and why I may have experienced some of the things that I've experienced and then I started to attend this um really good um Sunday session um about chakras and learning about that so I was doing lots of research lots of reading on all different spiritual stuff about energy and energy healing chakras and ancestors and and um and different forms of meditation um hours and hours on end so all the time that i would spend you know maybe that's why I, I, as i say i went into a bit of recluse like just reading up on reading up watching podcasts and talking to people who actually i've never would have spoken to before because uh I probably would have been told, oh, my God, why are you speaking to those people? And actually, I didn't really tell many people what I was doing. In fact, I don't really think I've told that many people the stuff I've been doing. Um, but I just thought to myself, when I was speaking to um, these individuals, for the first time, I would actually say that I really connected with this information and I really connected with the idea of it. And I really felt connected to my ancestors, actually. And the whole thing felt different, but it felt... I felt more at home with these practices. I didn't, I felt more interested in them. I felt that it was actually helping me to become a better version of myself. Mm. So um, 
it really did help in terms of my journey and where I was going. So I really, um, but I got, I made sure that I kind of connected with people and got support and guidance in terms of what I was doing because I didn't want to be just jumping out there doing whatever and I don't know what I'm doing. I like to know, which can be a good thing and a bad thing because <laughs> I do <laughs> like to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, but at the same time, some of the people I did meet along the way, there was just some, there was a, a sense of humbleness about them and I felt really um, connected with what they were saying and diving deep into some of the concepts and ideas was really, really interesting and really, really helped me to see beyond what I've been seeing before. So that, that, that kind of spiritual, that spiritual world, it opened up the whole of this spiritual world for me that I was that I knew was there, I think I knew, but I just never had connected to it before in that way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So these, uh, would you say that the the relationships has pretty much been one of the sort of biggest catalysts for you then on this um, journey that you've been on? Or, or would you would you point towards other happenings or experiences in your life? That have been significant part of this waking up yeah i think um i think there were things that um there were things that i you know spiritual things that would happen to me like i'd feel energies i would feel certain energies i would sometimes speak in a or sing in a tone that i didn't quite understand um it seemed like a different language but when I did, I could really feel it It was really, I was really able to shift my mood doing it um, and things like that. And then when I was doing some of the um, chakra work in some of those sessions, sometimes some of these sounds or songs would come to me and I would share them because I felt comfortable in that space to do so. Because I thought in some space, you think people are going to think you've gone completely crazy. And uh, <laughs> But in this particular space, I knew that everyone would see me as quite normal. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, I share it. And then, you know, the response of some of the people there, they could, even though they didn't understand the words necessarily, they could feel that the vibration of what I was saying, they could feel it like they'd heard it before, or it would have an emotional impact on them. So um, just that experience. But yeah, so those sort of songs and those um, those experiences, those that, that that feeling, that energy, going out into nature, connecting with nature, um, connecting with my plants, really feeling the energy from a plant so intense sometimes that you know it was a bit strange for me. But I think it's because my I'm not I wasn't used to kind of connecting in terms of energies in that way. Yeah. So I was a bit like, what the hell is this? Like I had to ring up someone, you know, I knew would not think I was completely going mad and say, this is what happened with my blood. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was smoking uh, it and then it started screaming <laughs> at me. I did smoke the blood. I promise I didn't smoke it. They were like, you know, you need to, you kind of need to breathe through it, Andrew. You kind of need to, and explain to me some of, you know, explain to me some of the ideas and concept behind it and, that you know and I do have a deep connection with nature beyond what I knew um 
and when I was living uh, where I was living before I didn't really go out into nature that much um as as I do now mm-hmm. you know you wouldn't catch me in the woods you know then but now I'm always sort of <laughs> in the woods or something do you know what I mean connecting yeah. with trees you know and stuff so um yeah so things like things like that I just started to have these spiritual experiences and feel certain certain energies that I'd never experienced before yeah. um but it was good to have people around me who understood it and I was able to talk to about it and allow myself to be open to it because before it would have just freaked me out and I would have um <laughs> it's the you... devil yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back to church. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Do, do you remember that first experience? Oh gosh. Um, or, or do you remember one that was, you know, kind of like at your early part of this journey? Because <clears throat> what I'm getting from you is that you've kind of moved from one paradigm of reality to this whole new way of seeing the world and seeing things and seeing yourself. So I can only imagine that some of these early experiences must have been quite powerful um do you remember what they were like um yeah some i mean with the experiences with sort of the the plant and with with nature it was it was quite it was almost like i could feel the whole of this sort of energy flow through my body and i could feel it so intense that actually i felt rather tired afterwards and you know it was it was quite intense and it it was um to be honest, it can be quite scary first time. You're thinking, you've not experienced this before. What on earth is this? So you don't really know what to do with yourself. You're like, what, you know, you're, you're, you can, you literally can feel something that you've never felt before. So this is your connection to your plants. Yeah. And, um, and that was through sort of talking to them. So I, I must have watched a podcast and this, and this person must have said about talking to your plants. I thought, oh, I'll give that a try. <laughs> So I gave, so yeah, so one day I thought, oh, you know, it might be a bit odd, but I'll give talking to plants a try, you know, you know, people do, don't they, they say talk to your plants sometimes when you're watering them, it could help them to grow. So I thought, yeah, that sounds like a good thing, help me to connect a bit more. So when I, when I did that, I could, it was almost like I could feel the energy coming from the plant. Um, But I also spoke to the plant in, when I, sometimes I say this language just comes to me and I would start speaking and this language would come. So I started to speak to the you know or speak in this this language and mm-hmm. uh, that's when i felt the energy even more intense so um so yeah so, it was so quite you an so you started experience. to experiment first of all kind of like just <laughs> yeah. open, open i just experimented a bit yeah you know open you curiosity yeah I, yeah I, I do get a bit curious let's give this a try you know i've heard yeah. this so let's give this a try and see see where it takes me and, and, uh, and what were you feeling in that moment or was it i mean when did the plant speak back to you or did it you know how, how did you know you were communicating with this plant it's almost like uh, 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 well you know you know i'm not yeah i know i'm not trying sad. to say little, little <laughs> i'm not trying to say this is little shop of horrors or anything you know <laughs> it is we're in the little shop of horrors right now <laughs> but i i'm just curious because I can really just only imagine that moving into this space can be quite a profound experience. I mean, I remember once when I did a meditation, I was going through a very, very, very difficult time. 
and I was in my own flat um, by myself and I was just doing this meditation and I was experimenting actually with different meditations. So this is a, again, kind of common theme is the experimentation. I was completely lost and uh, I was doing this meditation where I was, it was a self-guided visualization actually. Yeah. And, you know, kind of go down into the earth and then, you know, I go into this really take this journey into this really safe space, safe space. And um, these animals started coming out when I was there in this meditation vision. Uh, I was in completely unusual space for me. It's not somewhere, you know, I don't go into the center of the earth and commune with animals. It's just not something I was familiar, <laughs> familiar with. Yeah, but the I can remember that each animal coming out one by one, and I remember actually crying in the meditation, but not knowing that I was crying until the end of it. And when I came out, I actually had all these tears streaming down my face, and I was like, "Wow, I was crying! I didn't even know." And that was such a powerful experience. I wrote the whole thing down in my journal. And in fact, I don't actually think I've even mentioned this publicly anywhere before. Um, but that was so powerful. I, I will never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> if I see anything remotely similar, I, I can identify it a mile away. So I, I'm just trying to sort of sense into how you might have felt or known that you were in this commune with this plant or the various plants and how that might have hit you whether you just had a powerful physical experience or a powerful emotional experience or you know how did that kind of how did you know that you just weren't dreaming or you know what I mean yeah I think well I was fully I was fully conscious um, and but um well, almost I thought I was going to pass that at one point because as you say your body's not used to communicate in this way so plants probably you know you probably communicate in a different way but I could feel almost like the essence of the plant almost like the, there was like a different taste in my in my throat like it, it, you know almost like a vegetable taste um, and it was kind of in my throat going all down my body I could I could almost taste it and also I notice when um, I'm connecting um, in terms of energetically with anything my heartbeat increases um just that's just what happens um and um so i could i could feel all that it was um so that always happens whenever there's another another energy present or or i'm connecting in some ways energetically to some a plant or whatever it may be a lot of the time my my heartbeat will increase um and i can feel sort of sensations throughout my body um so it's it's a body it's like a body connection, but as I say, I could it's almost like yeah, I could actually taste this essence of this plant um, in some way, which was like odd yeah. to me. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so that that's what it was, and I could feel it like just like it almost like almost like I could feel um, feel that it needed something from me, probably water. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. 
What are you yeah. tasting? Dryness. <laughs> I'm dry, Andrea. Please just water me. I'm, this is what I'm communicating to you here. Um, you know, so, but yeah, all jokes aside, I kind of had to go outside afterwards in the garden and ground myself a bit because it was that intense. And then I had to speak to someone about it who said, you know, Andrea, because you're not used to connecting, this is something obviously you have a gift of doing, but because you're not used to it and your body's not used to it, it's something new to you. It's just, it's, it's not weird. It's not strange. It's just that you need to, to open up your mind to it and, and your, your, your heart to it and just connect um, and just breathe through it. Um, but there's still that element of fear there because there's still that element of the unknown. Um, so, it, it, you know, I'm getting there in terms of that because it's a journey, isn't it? Because when you've been sort of in a certain space for X amount of years and, you know, you've been taught that certain things are just, you know, not the best, you still have I think there's still that element of fear that can be in the back of your mind sometimes like you know I don't want to be you know getting in, in into anything that's going to drive me up you know do lally here but um but yeah it's it was it was I will never forget that experience you know I'll, I'll just never forget it and then there has been other experiences when I've been um I was sitting chanting uh doing a chant one day and because uh, I started to kind of delve a bit into that and uh, one particular chant that I was doing, um, I, again, as I say, my, my heart rate usually starts going and then um, it's almost like I could feel um, whatever it, this energy just massaging my legs and my whole body. It was almost like this flow of just uh, and then I felt very emotional and tearful. Um, and but I could feel like this energy just it was almost like being massaged just lightly massaged I was like what on earth <laughs> is this but it didn't feel it um and I remember speaking to the to, to the person and saying what is that I felt very emotional very tearful and I could feel like something some energy was massaging me through through this chant mm. so things like that I'll never forget that um experience because I've not experienced anything like that before and that's just when you realize the power of the, the these chants these vibrations that you're singing they, they're powerful they mm. are more than what you know yeah so um so yeah. this is where you're starting to wake up to something greater experientially i'm guessing now you're starting to have the evidence it's no longer just a theory <laughs> you're evidentially experiencing this non-physical reality or i guess it is physical but you're starting to experience something greater than just who you thought you were before um is this the moment where that happens for you uh, um where you kind of wake up to that bigger thing is this when it happened with the talking to the plants and things yeah i think i think um i think it started with you know people call it light language or whatever they call it but i think it probably started with that but in saying that you know there was a similar uh, similar thing i used to speak when i was in a church really um which they call speaking in tongues but now when I speak it's different from when it from then because you're not really encouraged to speak it you wasn't really encouraged to speak it then um but I remember even that experience when that first happened yeah um, in church in church yeah, yeah. it was a, a situation even that experience I'll never forget that was the first time I actually experienced energetically something beyond, beyond wow. where we are because we were told to just um 
we cite now when I look at it, it's like it's almost like reciting a mantra almost. So you're reciting this thing over and over again to get this connection. And then all of a sudden I felt like this floodgate of love just pour all over me. And I just felt I was like I've never experienced before. And I just was in complete tears for hours. Um, and I never forget that day. That was a probably and that was way back. But obviously you you kind of dismiss that and move on and get, you know, but actually when I come to think of it, that was when I first really experienced anything, you know, that intense. Um, so, you know, even now I can go back to that experience and know that I knew from then that there was something, but obviously, you know, you're not encouraged to really connect to that side of things. Um, so now that I'm connecting more to that side of things, yeah, the plant situation, um, even I suppose connecting with my ancestors and even that side of things I think it's been a more of a gradual thing all the little things I've been experimenting with kind of just started to open my eyes to this whole other world because they've all and then you know I was encouraged oh yeah that was it so one of the things I was um I was encouraged to do is do spiritual baths and stuff like that um and get the oils in there and you know ask your ancestors for you know advice about what should go in the baths and stuff like that and I'll <laughs> the first spiritual bath I had I didn't want to get in it again after that I was like oh my gosh because I, I again I could feel the energy from this bath I was like oh my gosh is he crazy I'm not doing this again I had to ring him up and said oh, I'm not doing that again I said to him I can feel uh, it's almost like the water was just surrounding me he goes Andrew no you just got to sit in there it's probably you know you you know you've just got to not fear these things you've just got to sit in there they really do work and now obviously I don't fear these things I will do those things but the first spiritual bath I had it was <laughs> it was it was like quite intense <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll put too much in there anyway yeah but <laughs> but uh, yeah it's um it's it's been all these little things that just added up to let me know there's yeah. way more to life than what we just see visually with our own eyes in this in this in this uh on this earth plane that we're on mm, mm. what i sometimes call earth school i've heard people call it that and i agree it's a bit like a school yeah wow wow andrea i could listen to you all day but i, <laughs> I am aware that you also have stuff to do <laughs> but um where maybe just as kind of like a closing off where has this all brought you now because i mean all right i mean i know we're laughing and we're sort of reflecting and, and having a good time but i guess this stuff is no longer funny for you um because you're you're in this space you're in this new reality now how does that you know how has that shown up on this journey now um and what kind of experiences have happened to help you are you kind of just like have you plateaued in from that point of view or do you feel like you're still having having these moments of awakening uh, one of the things everyone who comes on this show says is hey man i'm not awakened <laughs> i'm yeah. awakening you know and and i, I love the way people kind of consciously articulate this continual uh, experience of waking up to a higher consciousness 
all the time. And I just wonder whether, how, or not whether, but because I'm pretty confident it's the case, but how does that now show up for you in this whole realm of new experience, having gone through the relationships and the reflection? And you mentioned going back to childhood. We even even had time to even explore that. But how is that showing up now for you um, based on where you are? It's it's an ongoing journey, but it's um, I'm just, you know, I'm exploring more spiritual tools. Um, I was to- I think I was told that I was um, a herbalist at some past life. That was interesting. I was like, maybe that explains the connection to the plants. But anyway, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing journey for me is 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 and I like I do like to experiment um I know there's lots of things that I um want to explore on my journey but I do know that I need to take my time and not rush into it all because I I, I will go all in um and I will you know and I don't want to kind of you know there's so many people I want to help there's earthwork type of stuff that I want to do um and uh all sorts of things that I want to do and that I'm learning about um, that I've been attending sessions about. So I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly um, experimenting and finding my way. Um, I just have this firm belief that we, you know, I I chose to come here to earth for a reason. There's something I'm supposed to be doing here. And I I, I kind of have an idea what that is. And I do believe that, you know, every experience we have kind of leads to that but there's stuff that was you know but at the same time um i'm here to learn that's the other thing it's not all about um being here to do something necessarily you know i'm here to learn i'm here to i feel like i'm here to evolve this is a bit of a school we're here to evolve we're here to learn things um we can choose to do that or we can choose not to we can choose to stay in our comfort zone for me it's about completely breaking my comfort zone coming out of it and continuing to break my comfort zone. So it's not always easy because you think people are going to think I'm not using a fruitcake, but actually um, I need to let go of that. What people think is what people are going to think. Maybe they haven't started their journey yet. Maybe this isn't the time for them. That's just not about for me to concern myself with. I need to concern myself with my journey and what it is I'm here to learn and what I can bring to myself and then what I can then help others with on their journey um and that's really i suppose it for me it's um it's just a lifelong journey i think i don't as you say i don't think you're awakened i think it's a journey of awakening i think there's layers to this thing as um as one of what well, i call her a mentor she probably wouldn't even like being called that really but i feel like she's been a mentor to me so i'll call her that but yeah she's always said to me there's layers when we're when we're working on the chakras even you never you you never really probably going to balance your chakra forever you know things are going to happen but then there's layers to that there's layers to everything there's layers to our awakening so i think it's a it's not a it's not a it's not a one-size-fits-all and it's definitely not immediate and it's definitely not something that just oh i'm here i've reached you don't reach anywhere as soon as you start thinking like that i think it's a dangerous place to be personally anyway and i think that's where the ego sets in I think I think you've always got to be that humble student. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's an absolute pleasure as always. I know we, our conversations will continue offline, and um, 
yeah, maybe have you back on for a future episode to go into this uh, more deeply when you have time and um, and see how the journeys progress. So thank you. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate your time and your sharing of some of your story. And I'll see you around town sometime. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Great talking to you. Thank you for tuning into this conversation with me on the Stories of Awakening podcast. It was an absolute delight to have you here. And this is just a reminder to head over to simplifyandmakespace.com to collect your free decluttering workbook to simplify your life and make way with the things that matter.